All right, we are back, and my next guest has called in to join us. Lee Waters, the author of The Strength Switch, How the New Science of Strength-Based Parenting Can Help Your Child and Your Teen to Flourish. Good morning, Lee. Hello. Hi, thanks for calling in. My pleasure. So tell me how you decided to write this book. I really enjoyed reviewing it. Well, thank you for um, the compliment in the first place. I, the, the kind of origins for me writing the book, well, um, I've been a psychologist for over 20 years and a research professor at the University of Melbourne in Australia. My particular field is positive psychology, and so that's a sub-branch of psychology that maybe is a little bit different to most field, most, uh, most of the approach in psychology is kind of looking at what's wrong with us and how do we fix it, whereas positive psychology is looking at what's right with us and how do we build that up and how do we amplify it. So that was my um, research area and then I became a mother myself. I have a 14 and a half year old son, Nicholas, and a 10 year old daughter, Emily. And so when I became a parent, I started to apply a lot of the techniques that I was researching in school situations and um, workplaces and corporations um, and just bringing them into my own family home and um, using a lot of these kind of tips and tools and activities and exercises with my young children and seeing really tremendous benefits for them in terms of cultivating resilience and optimism. Um, and then realizing, hey, I think I'm onto something here and this is something that I would really love to share with lots of other parents. Um, but in order to do that, I really need to kind of do a big research program and mm -hmm. find out if it's not just my two children who are benefiting, but if it's, you know, just generally a good thing for kids, which I did. Um, and then from that was motivated to, to write the book so that I can share this, these great practices um, with as many parents as, and families across the world as I can. I think it's great. I actually, when I saw that you are president-elect of the International Positive Psychology Association, uh, the theme of my show is get the funk out. And so many times we're in this career, professional, personal funk. And mm. I've always been fascinated about how positive psychology is such an important thing. And people don't understand there are certain things you can do. And whether you're interacting with your, your partner, your spouse, your kids, how important it is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing that people don't understand is they don't give it they don't give it the importance as you say. You know, we we need to start taking happiness more seriously because what we're found, finding out in this field of positive psychology is that there are a whole host of benefits um that come with with getting your funk out, you know, with mm -hmm. deliberately intentionally cultivating happiness. Um we get health benefits, it boosts our immunity, it makes us think more clearly. Obviously, it makes us feel better. It, ma it makes us relate to people right. uh, more successfully. So there's kind of all of these benefits that come from intentionally building up your happiness. Um, and in the case of my research, intentionally amplifying and playing to your strengths, working with, what, working with the best of yourself rather than kind of always focusing on how do I fix the worst of myself. Right. I was actually sharing your book with my uh, teenage daughters this weekend because mm -hmm. I was talking about how... As a parent, I feel like you have to be a detective. If your child doesn't feel well, they're in a bad mood, they're depressed, anxious, try to get to the root cause of it. Maybe yeah. they didn't drink enough water. Maybe they're, yeah. you know, they ate junk food. I know I was a very depressed kid eating so much junk food. And, mm -hmm. and I love how you talk about the grades, how sometimes people focus on really hitting home. Oh, you know, you have a D in math and they ignore that they're doing well in everything else. Yeah, and it is our natural tendency. Um, actually, we, you know, what the neuroscience field has shown us is that 
we all have this um, inbuilt feature of our brain. The neuroscientists call it our negativity bias and it happens at a very subconscious level but we're constantly scanning the environment for where's the threat, what can go wrong, what's the problem, what's the error, what do I need to fix? Mm-hmm. Um, and we do that in order to kind of keep ourselves safe and keep ourselves out of harm's way and so from that perspective the negativity bias is a very important feature of our brain but it works counterproductive to us when we're trying to be a parent who looks at our kids strengths and so in that scenario that you've given you know we 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 get a um, our child comes home with a report card and, and say there's five grades and four of them are A's and one of them is the D well I mean, in theory, the D should only get 20% of our attention and our conversation, but (laughs) in practice, it's quite different. You know, that'll end up getting 80% um, of our attention because of this inbuilt negativity bias. We place more energy and attention on what needs to be fixed rather Mm -hmm. than the good grades. Now, I mean, in the strength-based approach, I wouldn't say that we should ignore the D. It's not about ignoring the weaknesses um, but it is about taking a different approach and so rather than spending the bulk of the conversation kind of analyzing poor performance you know what made you do um, get a d in this grade you just switch it and that's that's why i call the book the strength switch it's about switching or shifting your focus and saying let's spend the bulk of this conversation on understanding good performance what was it that allowed you to get an a what was it about your study pattern what was it about your motivation what was it about the text what was it about the teacher that allowed you to get an a because when we start to understand you at your best when we start to understand the elements that give good performance we can transfer those over Mm -hmm. to the subject where you're getting the d and we can boost your performance that way yes and i always say because i didn't have great grades growing up i always say you know that's going to change that d is going to go up and we're going to mm-hmm. do whatever it takes to get that D up because I can see that you have A's and other things. So there must be a really interesting root cause of why there's that D. Yeah. And coming back to the root cause, I mean, that's one of the, I guess, probably the different approaches with the strength-based parenting is that you do look at the root cause, but you don't so much look at what's wrong. You look at the root cause of kind of like what's missing here, what's the strength that I know you already have because I can see you're getting good grades right. that we just need to transfer or transplant over to the root cause of this. I found it really interesting. Well, there's lots of really interesting things in your book. That you talk about the three key elements of a strength, performance, mm-hmm. energy, and high use. Do you want to yeah. touch on that a little? Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of us, when we think about a strength, we, we naturally just think about strengths as things that we do well, things that we're good at. Um, And that's certainly right, but what the science has shown us over the last two decades is that in order for something to be classified as a true strength, it actually has three elements. So it goes beyond just being good at something. Um, The first element is being good, high performance. The second element is that a strength is something that you get energized by when you're doing, it gives you energy. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're just using your strengths, these natural qualities that you were born with that you find easy to use, it's the, the process itself is energizing. Um, and then the third dimension or third element of a strength is self-motivation, is use. So you, you just naturally yearn to do it. No one needs to nag you or tell you to do the strength and why I think it's useful and helpful for parents to understand that strengths have these three elements is that typically speaking society kind of focuses just on that first element Um, and we may make the mistake of parents of thinking that just because our child is good at something then it's a strength of theirs 
but that's not necessarily the case. They have to be good at it, but they also have to have the energy component and the self-motivation component. So to put that into a practical example, you, you know, you've got two children who maybe are learning the piano and they're both good at it. Um, but one child you're having to kind of constantly nag, mm-hmm. time to do your practice, time <laughs> to do your practice. And the other child you know, finishes practice, they're fully energized, they kind of run over time, they're, they sit down and engage with their piano practice even when you don't have to ask them. They can't, you know, they walk past the piano and they can't help but quickly sit down and, and play because just, they just naturally yearn to yes. do it. So this would be the difference between a child who's just good at it versus a child where it's a true strength. Mm-hmm. I, you have a, a lot of great uh, insight and I also, you talk about mindfulness. Do you want to talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit? Yeah. So, I mean, this, in the second half of the book, what I, the, the first half of the book is kind of the foundations, like what are strengths? What are the three elements? What, what will the benefits be if you take a strength-based approach? Mind you, not only for your kids, but also for yourself, because a big part of strength-based parenting is you as a parent identifying what your strengths are and bringing those into your role as a parent. I mean, we all know parenting is hard, it's complex, it's challenging, it's tiring. So if you can bring your own strengths into the role, remembering that strengths are things that you perform well, have energy in and kind of are self-motivated to do, then it makes parenting a more enjoyable process for you. So that's what I kind of cover in the first half of the book. But in the second half of the book, as you say, um, I pick up on some of the other broader psychological skills and tools that you can use that will enhance the strengths-based approach. And one of those really important skills is mindfulness, just um, the ability to pay attention in the here and now, a sort of structured process of attention where you place your awareness on your feelings and your thoughts as you are having them in that current moment. Mm -hmm. And what the research is showing around mindfulness is that it's it's a state of attention that... um, really builds well-being in a, in a whole host of ways. What I talk about in the book is the importance of being mindful for cultivating strengths because when you are in the present moment and you become aware of how you feel and how you think, that's when you start to pick up on right now I've got energy, right now I'm self-motivated, right now I'm performing this with ease, I'm performing it well. And so what it does is it it helps your children start to get the, that kind of core feeling of what it's like when they're playing to their strengths. Right. And the benefit of that is that, you know, as a parent, you don't have to kind of keep pointing it out to them because they're just going to go back to this natural feeling because we, we feel good when we're using our strengths. And it's mindfulness that's the, the portal to help us see when we are using our strengths and feeling good. Uh, one more thing I do want to mention before we wrap is I loved, uh, which reminded me of my own parenting, whereas you, you have your child focus. A certain amount of time, but then there's strength-based goofing off, which we all yeah. need goofing off time. <laughs> it's so important that we give our kids downtime and let them goof off. And, yeah. you know, we just live in this hyper-adrenalized, roadrunner, 24-7, crazy world. And um, I think the neuroscientists are now telling us that they're kind of giving us permission to do what our grandparents really would tell us is just good practice. And that is, let's not overstructure our kids. Let's give them time to goof off. Um, and, and, you know, just sort of uh, hang around, shoot baskets, make smoothies, listen to music, because when we give our brains time to do that, what's, what's actually happening is the brain is consolidating the learning. It's mm-hmm. building up strengths. It's building up emotional resources, memory, and identity. 
Yes. I play guitar and I was playing last night and I, you know, you need that mental vacation. You need yeah. something to just take you away from other things and just put, just set yourself aside from everybody else and go find that one thing that gives yourself a little vacation. I love that expression, mental vacation. And and the thing is, it feels like a vacation, but actually your brain's quite active. It's engaging in these really important kind of consolidation and memory processes that ultimately help you to build up a strength. Well, unfortunately, we do have to wrap up, but I want to throw out your website is Lee Waters. It's spelled L-E-A waters.com. And what I also love in the back of your book is you have a whole bunch of different resources. You've got strength-based mm-hmm. parenting. That website is www.strengthswitch.com. Uh, st- excuse me, strengthswitch.com. Uh, is, are there anything else you want to throw out for the listeners? Um, uh, please follow me on uh, social media, and it's at Prof Lee, which is L-E-A Waters. And I, I put a lot of stuff on social media about tips, techniques, activities, things that parents can do to just easily and naturally bring strengths into their family. Wonderful. Congratulations. This is a great book. I really appreciate that. Thanks so much. I enjoyed having you on. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. That was Dr. Lee Waters talking about her book, The Strength Switch. If you miss any part of it, it will be up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And uh, Sheldon Abbott is standing by to take over with Cure for the Blues. I do want to mention that KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM, and I'm on Twitter as well at moms underscore rock. You can also email me to find out about being a guest, Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, J-A-N-E-A-N-E at KUCI.org. Have a great Monday, everybody, and I'll be back next week. If you want to follow me on Twitter, just visit moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. I'm also on Facebook at Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. The show blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you'd like to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at kuci.org. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.